Blog Talk Radio. Looking for inspiration to take action, to grow? Then you've arrived. The Cocoa Express has been waiting for you. Hello, 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 and welcome to Best Invention Ever You with your hosts, myself, Aurelia, and Marilyn. Hello, Marilyn. Are you there? Hello, Aurelia. Yes, I am here. Wonderful to be here again. Feeling wonderful. How are you, Aurelia? I am feeling invigorated. Thank you. Well, invigorated. And hello to all of our (laughs) listeners. Yes. So, Marilyn, we missed you the last show. Oh, yes. I was so busy having fun in Prince of Vallarta. (laughs) Okay, okay. Good for you, good for you. Yes, and, you know, I kind of told our listeners that you were off, you know, making moves and, 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 you know, changing the world because um, when we last spoke together, you were headed over to the uh, Les Brown Speakers Summit. And, I mean, I'm just so, so honored to have you as my co-host because you are doing things that, you know, they're changing the way people live, the way people see things. And we're so grateful to have you. Oh, thank you so much, Aurelia. I truly believe that, you know, we all have a purpose here in life. And I know that that's my purpose and my mission to just really have people to come to this awakening and this moment of their lives, and it's never, ever too late to create the life that one deserves. And I have been blessed to have this gift that God has given me and especially, you know, reach out to teenagers. And not only teens, I work with all ages. I've worked with a lot of adults, and um, it's a blessing. And, you know, we're here on this planet to to be of service of others, and I truly discovered that that's what really makes us feel fulfilled is when we are of service to others, that life is not about me. It's about being of service to others. So thank you, Aurelia, for having me here. Thank you so much. It's an honor for me as well. And it's great to be here with you and all of our listeners and this amazing guest that we have today. Yes, yes. Um, let's see. I, you know, I always say the object of the, you know, the, the object of this whole exercise we call life is to help somebody. So you are doing exactly what it is you are supposed to do. And hopefully with this show that we have, this podcast, The Best Invention Ever You, we too are doing what we're supposed to do by helping our listeners with all of the amazing guests that come on as they share their insights, their stories, and their perspectives. So this is, you know, this is what we do. And we're glad we can do it and hand it over to our listeners for them to listen to. Yes, and and I love, again, Aurelia, I have to say that I love the title of this podcast, You, the Best Invention Ever. And it's such a reminder for everyone to know that they are amazing, that they are the best invention ever, because 
we were born that way, and somewhere along the line, we forget because we do become programmed according, you know, depending on our environment, authorities, just our culture, whatever it may be. We really become programmed in a way where we start living on autopilot and we forget who we truly are. And that's what I love about this podcast that we're having today and this guest. Um, you know, it's, it's about love and relationships. Mm-hmm. And I recently told someone that you have to, when I see someone having trouble, a lot of trouble in relationships, and they have one relationship and then another and another, and so I, I told this person, I said, you know, you really have to first connect with yourself and really learn to be with you and be happy with you and enjoy life. And once you become comfortable with yourself and loving your own company and become the person that you want to attract in your life, that's when that's when you're on the start to having a very good relationship. And I'm saying that because I'm, I'm living that now. I learned to really love myself and love life. And then you become that person that you want to attract into your life, which I did. And I'm going to be married for, happily married for four years now, the end of this month. Woohoo! Four years. years already? Yes, already four years, four amazing wow. years. And yes, and I be, I really became that person that I wanted to attract and that I know that it was divinely guided. And it's it's beautiful. And when you're with the right person and you love yourself and you love life, it could be a beautiful thing. Um, yeah. you know, there's always things and relationships that you need to work out. And that's why I am so thrilled to have um, our guest today, uh, Chris Matthews. And is it okay, really, if I go ahead and talk a little bit about Yes, Chris he hasn't Matthews. joined us yet, but you can go ahead. Okay. And if at any time I need to drop you know, to um, drop yeah, off to see know. what story is. Go okay. ahead. Yes. So, and yes, I wonder, hmm, okay. So anyway, Chris Matthews, he's an entrepreneur, therapist, author, trainer, clinical supervisor. Chris Matthews is a founder, owner, and clinical director of Relationship Counseling Group, LLC, and Behavioral Health Intervention Center, LLC, which are two private therapeutic and mental health practices based out of Charlotte, North Carolina. He's also a licensed marriage and family therapist. He's also a licensed clinical addiction specialist, certified clinical supervisor, and approved supervisor for American Association of Marriage and Family Therapy. Wow. He does it all. So this, um, and his, his book... The title of his book, I love it, is Finding Your Relationship Fix. And as I was looking through the book, he has such amazing content in here that would be very, very helpful um, for relationships. And, you know, really, as we were speaking earlier about relationships, and I know that during the pandemic I've heard so many stories because there have been couples that either got closer together or couples that just became just separate or, you know, heading for a divorce. So um, there's a lot happening and uh, during the, the pandemic and even before there's just, I feel that with relationships, people really don't learn about relationships. They're just, just right, get married and they don't really know just much about it. And there's so many books out there that are helpful. And I 
believe that this one is amazing. It would be very helpful. And like I said earlier, it's about, you know, really loving yourself and knowing that the other person is there to enhance your relationship, right? And and also really having a lot of compassion and empathy for the other person. So if you don't have compassion and if you don't have empathy and really put yourself in the other person's shoes, then that's where there's going to be, uh, you know, difficulties and people... You know, a lot of people um, go to counseling, and that's also very helpful. So what's your take on, on it, Aurelia? Aurelia? Well, okay, I'm back. First and foremost, you okay, have okay. to know yourself. And that's something mm-hmm. that I think that a lot of people don't do. They don't take time to be with themselves, to really get to know themselves before they thrust yeah. themselves on another person. I, you know, we all have things that we need to work out personally. And if we mm-hmm. don't sit down and take the time to really understand, you know, what makes us, what motivates us, what makes us, um, you know, tick, what makes you attracted to that particular kind of person and not that particular kind of person. What are all these things going on within me that makes me either act the way I do when I'm in a relationship Mm -hmm. or the way I do when I'm not in a relationship. And we have to sit down Mm -hmm. and, you know, really try to figure out what these things are because this will enable us when we merge with someone else to be able to interact with them. And not just act with them. I love it. I love that, Ariel. I love that you said, ask yourself, what is going on within me? So many times you're looking at the other person and their faults and what's wrong with them. And a lot of times it's a reflection of something that's going inside of us. And until we heal that and do that work on ourselves, we will keep attracting the same situation over and over again. And if that person is no longer in our lives, you're going to still attract the same situation with the same person but in a different body, right? Someone is in a bad relationship and they break up and then they're with another one and it's, they have the same issues, but that's because they're keep, they will keep attracting that until they resolve and look like what you said to look within themselves and it's our internal world that will determine our external world and not until we change our inner world our outer world will not change i've had several women my clients that have been really close to divorce and when we do the energy work and do the coaching and I ask them to really focus on healing themselves and being loving and not looking at the other person's fault and stop blaming the other person because when you point the finger at someone, you have three fingers pointing at yourself, right? So we have to take responsibility (laughs) for ourselves and our actions. And once they make that shift, with their mindset and their energy and the energy shift always happens. It changes. Once you change, the people around you will change too. Once you open your heart and keep that heart open, because if you close it, the person cannot receive. They're not receiving what they need and that love and that compassion. When you close your heart, that's the energy center 
of love, that's the life force energy that's entering through your heart chakra, through that energy center, right, the heart. And when we close it, we're closing off, we're putting up some barriers. So it's Mm -hmm. really important to keep our heart open. And when we have resentments, when we're holding grudges, we're closing that. We're closing Mm -hmm. it. So, okay, if you get angry and upset, but not, not to hold on to that anger and that resentment. So it's really That's important to keep true. the heart open. That's oh, my true. goodness. There's a, yes. That's yes. true. You know, there's something mm-hmm. there. Uh, I, I, you know, I like to watch a lot of the um, TV shows with regards to relationships. And yeah. I watch um, Married at First Sight. I watch 90 Day Fiance. I watch Ready to Love, Marry Me Now, Put a Ring on It. Mm-hmm. These are all the shows that I watch, and they all deal around relationships. And oh, wow. the communication factor in relationships is probably one of the biggest obstacles all of these shows seem to, to you know, showcase. And right. what I have found is, when you, you know, a lot of these shows, they're meeting this person, like, for example, um, Married at First Sight. This is the first time they're seeing this person on the day of their wedding. Mm. And so they have to learn how to communicate with a stranger. And they mm. have to learn that person. And they have 10 weeks, I believe it is, um, to really get to know whether or not they want to stay with this person at the end of the 10-week period. And if they don't want to stay with the person, they get, you know, a legal divorce or they remain married. And wow. As, yes, as difficult What's as What's the name that, of the show, Aurelia? Can you say the name of the show again? Married at First Sight. Okay, interesting. Yes, and I've watched some really each with each um I guess you could say season, I've watched some relationships that were doomed for disaster. And we mm-hmm. can see it. You can see it as a viewer. And you just watch it play out. And then there were some relationships that you could see how they took the time to, and they knew themselves going into the process. And they mm. were able to be able to meet that person where they were. And oh. make it make it successful. Yeah. And then there's another show called Put a Ring on It. This show takes um couples who have been in a relationship for a extended period of time and they're <laughs> in the relationship and it hasn't moved, you know, to whether, you know, to getting married. So there was no um I guess you can say there was no object of the relationship. You know, the object of being in a relationship is commitment and marriage. And they mm-hmm. were just in the relationship to be in a relationship. So this therapist, she comes in and she starts to make them do the work. And what she does is she gives each couple the opportunity to date outside the relationship to see if this particular individual that you are currently with is the person that you want to be with. And if this is the person you want to be with, put a ring on it. Stop the, you know, stop the nonsense. <laughs> like the song. If you like it, put a ring on it. <laughs> yes. And, you know, the funny thing is I, I watched um, two episodes that were really bad. I mean, really bad. You know, the 
the woman, she's involved with a man who is like around a lot of um, high profile people and a lot of women. And from what we see, you know, on the show, because we only see snippets, we only, we don't see everything from what we see. um, His, his girlfriend or, you know, whatever she is, fiance, she is hurting. She is hurting and he kind of like, you know, glosses over her, her pain, you know, oh, she's just acting out, you know, oh, she's okay, she's all right, but she is truly hurting. They are not communicating at all, and she's not being honest with herself because it's quite clear. She went, you know, they had one scenario where mm-hmm. um, they were to go out on a date at the same restaurant at the same time. Mm-hmm. So each partner was with a different person at the same restaurant having dinner at the same time. And, yes, instead of her enjoying the company that she had with an individual, she was setting her sights and her focus on what he was doing and who he was with. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, to the point where she wanted to fight the other woman. And she's, you know, attacking the other woman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) <laughs> it was crazy. And I felt bad. Yeah, I felt bad for her because she's in pain, but she's not directing the pain to, the, you know, her partner. She's directing it to anybody else who comes around her partner to get them out of the way so she can have him to herself. But the question is, do they really belong together? They're not moving in the same direction. Exactly. I, I feel that. It, it shouldn't feel so difficult and so forced when it's when it's the right person. I just feel like it flows and it's just smooth and you know and I I thank God and I feel so blessed. You know I re- I really know that with my husband it's just it was all divine intervention and divine guidance and it's just so smooth and it it doesn't even feel like work. And when when you say work, it's about like I feel it's really always like you said having that communication is so important and making sure that you make time for each other and have that quality time like the book the five love languages by dr Mm -hmm. gary Chapman. so you may be i see what happens in many cases is that one person is loving their partner in a way that they want to be loved for example let's say that the husband is mowing the lawn and fixing this and that and saying, oh, yes, look at everything I do for you. But the, what the woman really wants in her love language is quality time and going out for a walk together and holding hands and walking through the park and just spending time together. So in that book, The Five Love Languages, is showing, learning what is your partner's love language because mm-hmm. the way you're showing them that they want to be loved is not necessarily the way they want to be loved. So that's like true. the five. Yeah, one of them is quality time, which is mine, right? Spending that quality time. Then there's physical touch, where the person just wants to hold the hands and you know feel the hug and caress, right? The physical touch. Then there's gifts, is the other love language, and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be anything expensive. It could be like a one flower that you're giving them, just letting know that the letting the person know that you thought of them, 
Another love language is words of affirmation. Some people need to hear it. Some people need to hear the words, I love you every single day, or you're amazing, well, that was wonderful, and just giving the person compliments and those words of affirmation that they need to hear. And then there's acts of service, where I feel like a lot of men feel that, you know, because they're mowing the lawn and they're doing things in the house, they're doing acts of service, so they're thinking that that's their way of showing love. But a lot of, in many cases, what the woman wants is quality time. So it's really interesting to really find out, know what your love language is, and then finding out what your partner's love language is. And the thing that I sometimes see, I, um, you know, see, in, well, in these shows that I'm watching, I see the hurt little girl that was hurt when she was little and never really got over it. And yeah. when it gets to the point where I guess that hurt is coming, you see them act out like a little child, you know, throwing a tantrum, mm-hmm. you know, having mm-hmm. a fit or something. And, you know, it's so important that we really work on ourselves. It's it, People don't realize how important it is to work on yourself before you expose yourself to other people because, what you don't work on is going to come out when you least expect it. Yes. <laughs> yes, a volcano waiting to explode. Yes. You definitely want, you definitely have to work on yourself. And and unfortunately, people do not take the time to do that. Uh, there was one um, person that I spoke to yesterday, and the person was so busy working, 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 and had deadlines. And I said, when was the last time that you did something for yourself? For you to have fun, to have joy, and said, "Oh my God!" Like I realized, yeah. Well, I am going to go for a manicure and pedicure, and but, and then uh, I spoke to her, and she said, "Oh my God, Marilyn, thank you so much. I did my meditation. I had this whole meditation kit." She said, "And today I woke up feeling full of zest and full of life and revitalized, and it does make a difference when you take that time." How could you not have 20 minutes? How could you not give yourself 20 minutes for yourself? Even 10 minutes. I mean, people, when I ask people to do certain meditation and breathing techniques, I say even two minutes. And it's just make it, make it a ritual because if you don't say, I'm going to take this time aside and give this to myself, make an appointment with yourself to say, I'm going to do my breathing techniques in the morning when I wake up and I write my gratitude list and I'm going to do my breathing techniques for two minutes and make it a ritual because if you don't, if you don't set the time aside and if you don't make that that time slot for yourself, it's not going to happen because you're going to say, okay, I'll do it later, and then you just get so involved in the day and you forget. And now, and now when I say the word forget, this is another thing that I want to mention. Um, when you said um, it came to me when you said that lady was, like, so obsessed and she was getting, like, she's just forcing it and getting so upset and worrying about what he was doing. Uh, Pam, Pamela Grout, she's the author of E-Square, and she talks a lot about manifesting and how we have the power to manifest things in our lives. And she gives exercises for you to do every single day so that you can see the power that you have to manifest. It's called E-Square. And she said... I heard her say yesterday in a, a webinar that I was in, she said, don't, you don't have to go get it. 
just let it, right? So it's about allowing and surrendering. It doesn't have to be, sometimes we get in our own way. We're trying so hard to micromanage things that we're getting in the way of our own life without realizing it. So it's like, don't try so hard to get it, just let it. And it's all about the intention that you set. What is your intention? And finding a way to find joy in your life. And if you don't find joy, you don't fake it. Just get up in the morning and start jumping up and I say, woohoo, yeah, this is great. And and it's it's going to make a difference. This is gonna be a great day. It's gonna be an amazing day. Oh my goodness. And the universe is gonna say, Oh my goodness, you wanna be that happy? This person is so happy. I have to match that. I have to give them right, I have to I have to bring into their life that's gonna match that joy that they have. And try it. It works, it works, it works, because that joy raises your vibration, raises your energy, and because everything is energy and we're energy, we're going to attract that of the same energy into our lives. So finding, finding that joy, finding that joy, even if you have to jump up and down listening to a song that makes you feel good. And I know you were going to say something. Well, I was going to talk about the fear factor. You know, the fear factor when people act out of fear, you know, because, for example, some women, when they reach a certain age, they think about their biological clock, you know, Mm -hmm. then you have the women who pass the biological clock phase and they think that, well, I'm getting old, am I going to die by myself, you know, and they start Mm -hmm. acting out of fear, not out of love for themselves, Mm -hmm. And not out of love for the life that they have and that they're living. And when you act out of fear, you make mistakes. And when I say mm-hmm. mistakes, you align yourself with people who are not right for you. Um, or you'll get in a situation that is just not the situation the universe had for you. And now mm-hmm. you're, you, you know, you're juggling trying to figure it out. And I... You know, I say don't act out of fear. You know, don't act out of fear of the what ifs or what, what, what's going to happen. Just, you know, live your life and love the life that you have and embrace it. And I guarantee you somebody's going to come along and want to want to hang out with you because they're like, look, she's having a great time with herself. <laughs> yes. What she got going on over there, I want to be a part of yes. that. Yes. And you will attract that. I love that, really. I love that you said the fear factor. And I feel like those are the two true emotions that we have, right, fear and love. And they're opposite. So when we are living in fear, there's, you're blocking that love. You're blocking it. So when you let go of the fear, which I feel is, I say, just picture a hose from the crown of your head to the to the up into the sky or into the universe and that fear is going to block that hose that connects us to the divine and when we remove that fear which the anger a lot of times is from fear from being hurt and when we remove that and we're connected to the divine and to the universe, that's when the blessings truly just start happening and you start to notice 
the miracles mm-hmm. around you every single day. And that's how my life started to unfold, starting about 15 years ago when I had to reinvent my life and I let go of fear and I stepped into faith and choosing faith over fear, no matter how scared I really was and how afraid. And I said, I choose faith. And I would repeat the words, just for today, I will have faith and trust. I experienced miracles that I would, would blow me away, that would blow me away. And I would say, wow, this is, I'm really guided by the divine. And my life started to unfold that way. And the more that started happening, the more my faith increased and the more my life started changing. And this is why I teach this, because I lived it. It's not because I read it or somewhere. I lived it, and my students live it, and my clients live it. So when we let go of that fear and step into faith and love, Start loving yourself because that's who we truly are and that's what we were born with, love. And love is the most powerful tool, the most powerful thing in the universe. It's healing. It conquers anything when you come from a place of love. And another thing that you mentioned was that women, right, you get that fear of like, oh, my gosh, you're aging. Christine Winthrop is the author of so many books, and she talks about this. You can get older and not age. And I see my father as an example. My father is 29 years old every year. (laughs) Every year he's 29 years old. And if you look at my father, he looks younger every time I see him. He's always happy. I spoke to him today. He said, I went dancing yesterday. I'm going dancing again today. And he's he's always full of love and joy. And he's overcome so many things. He overcame COVID on his own, and he, he just bounces back. And he he's amazing, and he's a true example of what it is like to live from a place of pure love and faith. And so for the women that start to feel that way, just know that it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how many years ago you were born. It's about living the journey and enjoying the experience while we're here. And uh, I'll give you one example. I had one client, and she was a student. She took my Reiki class, and she was probably either late 60s or 70, and, but she looked great. And I said, what do you want to manifest? And she said a few things that she wanted to manifest, and then she was going to say something else, and she held back. And I said, no, say it, say it. What is it? And she, was, she said, oh, a handsome man that I can enjoy life with. And I said, you can manifest that. And she did. She did. And she is having such a great time with this person that has enhanced her life and they enhance each other's life and enjoying life's journey. So if like um, Napoleon Hill from Think and Grow Rich says, mm-hmm. if, if you believe it, you will achieve it. You mm-hmm. will achieve it. But if you doubt correct. yourself and, and what you say, no, moms, and you have all these excuses, you will not manifest it. But if you believe it and you say, I know this is going to happen for me, it will. You, you will be amazed at the power of that that you have. You will be the power of suggestion. 
is yeah. just uh, uh, amazing, truly amazing. You know, the thing that I find, you know, in dealing, because you're married, I'm not, but I have had experiences that have shown mm-hmm. me that I didn't need to be married to that person. <laughs> I didn't need to be, yeah. you know, in a relationship with that person. And that's what people tend to, you know, not understand, that your experiences, chronological list of things that you have learned about yourself. And mm-hmm. if you have question or doubt, just go back. And no one's saying go back and relive it. We're just saying just go back and look at situations that you've been in and how um, it didn't work and why and where and what could you have done differently. And that one point that you reach where I could have done this differently, that's when you realize mm-hmm. I've learned the lesson. So that's not going to yeah. happen to me again. Awesome. Yes, yes. It's about learning the lessons. And if we don't learn the lessons, we'll keep experiencing it until we learn the lessons. And if we that's don't learn right. the lessons in this lifetime, you're going to come back and repeat it all over again until you learn the lesson. We have to learn the lessons. And that's where relationships, a lot of relationships are where we are in the relationship and we are learning lessons from each other. And that's what Carolyn Miss, she talks about sacred contracts and how everyone has a contract with someone. So you know how sometimes you connect and you have a friend and for years, for example, you and I, right, for years we didn't know anything about each other. And then all of a sudden you reconnect. So we have, you and I have a sacred contract that could be forever for the rest of our mm-hmm. lives. We'll always be connected. But some people, you, you were friends for years and all of a sudden you're, you don't know where that person is anymore. And all of a sudden they're not in your life ever again anymore. That contract is over. You already, you already learned lessons from each other. You had the experiences that you were supposed to have together. And the contract is over. Some people's contracts last for a very long time. Some are temporary and some you're learning lessons. Mm-hmm. And every, t- every time you meet someone, it's uh, a lot of times it's for a season and a reason. Yes, yes, yes. You know, the other thing that I find is, you know, I mean, unfortunately, our guest didn't, um, he didn't dial in, but we're having a great conversation right now that when we we meet someone new and we get into a situation, oftentimes people tell you who they are in conversation. And I think a lot of times we're so, you know, stuck on he's so handsome or he has this great job. We're not listening to what they're saying. Mm, and that's where the communication, point. you know, the communication breaks down. They may say, you know, like, um, I was in a relationship with someone and, you know, she liked to travel a lot and that, you know, that didn't work for me. Or mm. you know, that's, that's telling you they don't like to travel a lot. They, they, you know, they're a homebody. You know, and if you're a traveler, there's going to be a problem. But if you're not listening because that person is so gorgeous, you're not hearing what they're saying. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> they hear wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there are people out there who say, well, I'm going to make you, you know, become something. When you're an adult, you know, you can't make somebody become something unless they really want to. And exactly. 
if you have it in your head, I'm going to change this person, you can't change a person. The person has to want to make the change themselves. And that's another thing that I think that, you know, a lot of people do when they get into situations with other people. I mean, let them be and let them show you who they are. And as you said earlier, people will tell you how they want to be treated. All we have to do is just step back and listen and watch. Yes, definitely. Communication is a very big part of relationships with everyone in life. And listening is the big part that a lot of people um, are missing is the listening. And I have a quick tip for um, communication. And let's say uh, someone, let's say you're getting into an argument and someone is saying something and you want to be defensive. I tell people, put the tongue on the roof of your mouth (laughs) and just listen to what the person is saying. Just listen. Even if you don't agree with what they're saying, just listen to everything because when people, like you mentioned earlier, you know, they're angry or a lot of times it's fear they're acting out of, they're hurt. So anger comes from hurt and fear. So just really listening to the person and put yourself in them shoes and why get, so the minute you start defending yourself, there's gonna there's not going to be a resolution. There's just going to be more conflict and it's not going to get anywhere. So if you just put the, the tongue to the roof of your mouth and that stops that defense mechanism that automatically comes up in the brain, you just it just stops it. So and just listen to the person and just let them let them vent. Just let them let it all out. And that's not the time for you to tell them how you feel because that person, you're letting them just get all the emotions out. And then once they calm down and once you've calmed down, I don't, either later in the day or they say, you know, now I listen to you now, um, is it a good time for us to talk? And, you know, and then you'd give them your point of view. But when you make the person feel like you're on their side, even though you disagree with them, just make them feel like you're on their side and that they're being heard. That's what they want. They want. They want to feel heard, and and then later on communicate. But when you're, you know, anger and anger, there's another. I, I know. I keep throwing names and authors. It's Jill Taylor, a whole brain living. Jill Taylor, Dr. Jill Taylor. She wrote Whole Brain Living, and she talks about how we go into like four different personalities in our brain. So we have. You know, the the adults that says, oh, I have to, you know, get this done. And they have, you know, you're having the responsibility. Like, you want to get up and go to the beach. But then the adults, the the part of the brain that's the adult says, no, you can't. you got to get this together. we got to get this organized. You can't. There's no time to go out and play. Then there's a child, right, that wants to go out and play, wants to go to the beach, wants to get things done. I mean, wants to go out and have fun. But the adult is saying no. Then there's that part that's the ego, right, that says, uh, uh, that that that's the one that is wants to defend itself and and say no I'm the one that's right I'm the one that's right and you, then you go into conflict so when the two people are on ego ego and ego that's going to be a disaster there's going to be no resolution it's just going to get it's just going to be worse so go yeah. into you got to try and go into the character of that um, in the brain that's the the divine self the spiritual right so taking those deep breaths. 
And um, you're always going to find yourself in one of those four characters. Even when you wake up in the morning, you're going to feel one of those characters. So there's the ego, you know, the child that wants to have fun, the spiritual self, and then the adult, the responsible one. So one of those four you're going to be in. And that's one of those four categories. So if you see the person is in their ego right now and they're just, right, and they're angry and they're just yelling, if if you're going to, if you're going to go into that same character, that's not going to work. So, you know, take a step back and say, who do I want to be right now? Do I want to be that? Let me be that adult responsible, you know, the responsible adult. Or let me see if I can go into that place of love and the divine and the spiritual self. And the way to do that is that's why it's so important, like you said earlier, to work on yourself. So if you did your meditation and you did your breathing techniques or your prayers, affirmations, whatever it is that works for you, going out in nature and getting grounded, you'll have your batteries full and you'll be recharged and you won't be so irritated as if your batteries are empty. So that's why it's so important to recharge, whether it's yoga, Reiki, meditation, Tai Chi, whatever it is that makes you feel re-energized and recharged. A nice long walk. A nice long walk in nature. And here's another thing. If you go walking barefoot and touch the grass or the sand or if you're on the beach so when you're barefoot you're 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 grounding and you're earthing there's a book the title is earthing there's a whole tv series about that and you're getting the energy from the earth and a lot of times we don't get this anymore because we're walking with shoes that we we're it's preventing us from getting that energy from the earth so it's really important when you have the opportunity the weather is out nice it's nice out you go out barefoot I like to go outside and walk barefoot on the grass I love going to the beach putting my feet in the water and you will feel amazing you will feel the difference so when you walk in nature you get all that energy from the nature and you will feel so much more relaxed and one more thing I could go on and when you walk in nature Go walking in nature without a friend, without the phone, without the dog. Just go with you. (laughs) You and your soul. Yes, and when you go alone and you really start, and you're not looking at the phone, you're not talking to your friend, you're not listening to music, and you really connect with nature. And you really, you you, you can hear the nature. You can see the nature. You can really appreciate it so much more. And you will be amazed how you you can become inspired, ideas can come to you. When you are in nature, nature will whisper to you because you will be able to listen, so then that's when nature speaks to you and you can hear. But if you're out with the phone and with the friends and with the dog, you won't hear it. You won't, you won't really connect. So I highly recommend go out in nature with just you by yourself and feel the experience. Okay, Marilyn, I'm just going to have to be that commercial that comes in. Please, please go out in nature responsibly. Make sure you look out for, you know, Lyme tick disease. <laughs> yeah. And yes. poison ivy, all those things exist out there. So mm-hmm. please be mindful while you're doing this. Yeah, but it could be, yeah, just like in a park. Like I have a lake nearby and just walking, you know, by the lake and, but yes, responsibly, no, not out in the forest. <laughs> but yes, 
But it's you know what I did while I was in Puerto Vallarta? I would wake up in the morning and go see the sunrise. Oh, my God, so beautiful. Oh, yes. I The Mexican sunrise is something that I don't even know how to put it in place. I know that when I was in Mexico, I would wake up and just listen to the, the sounds of nature, the birds, the you know, mm-hmm. and just and I would sit out on the on the terrace. I sat out on the terrace, and I just waited for the sun to come up. And I have to tell you, it was, I don't know, it was like one of the most amazing experiences I ever had. It was different because there are no tall buildings, you know, skyscrapers mm. around you. It's just pure nature, trees. You can see the mountains and and everything in the distance, and and the air even smells different. So, hmm. yeah, I could just imagine, you know, what your experience was like. I know mine was was life changing. It's so beautiful, so so beautiful. Yes, and you become re-energized, you relax, and it's yeah, it's a really wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of beautiful things out in the world. That is. So true. I was going to say the same thing. And we have to go outside and experience those things. And also being outside helps you with being around others. And that is how you form, you know, an understanding of how people think and how they interact. So if you are ever, you know, in a situation with someone new, you will not have a closed mind. Your mind will be open. Yes. Open mind and open heart. Yes. That is key. Open mind and open heart. That's key. Well, well, Marilyn, it doesn't look like we're going to have a guest, but I think we had an amazing show, don't you? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. And um, that's why I mentioned his book because that's something that uh, people can um, look for. It's uh, His name is Chris Matthews. And yes. he has an ebook on six tips for finding your relationship, mm-hmm. which has amazing, amazing advice. And then the yes. title of his book, Finding Your Relationship Fix. Fix. So yes. those, that's a great read. And along with the book that I mentioned, uh, The Five Languages of Love, and great, 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 great reads. Great. And thank it's you, wonderful. For being, yes, for being the library resource. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. My, uh, my friends, yeah, my friends sometimes call me the walking library because <laughs> when I, in one conversation, I say this book, this book, with this author, there's so many. And I, my husband and I were talking about it because we have so, so many books. So we want to have one room that's just for books and the whole library. And then we'll, the book, we'll have someone uh, organize the books by topic and because it's just, there's so many resources. There's so much out there, so much that we don't know what we don't know. That is so true. And once you know, you are now in the position to act. So be exactly. mindful of what you know because mm-hmm. once you know it, there's no excuse for you to act a certain way. Yeah, be- Yes, thank you for that, Aurelia. Yeah, be mindful and be aware. Just real, be aware of your thoughts because I always say your thoughts create your reality. And I'm looking at 
a little sign that I have on my desk right now that says, I visualize my dream life and watch as it manifests into reality. And that, my friends, is very, very true. So think happy thoughts, think positive thoughts, and remember to feel that joy because when you, with, with that feeling, so you can close your eyes and visualize that future and that, that you want to create, just think about it and see it and see the details and feel it. And it's not, don't worry about how, how is, how is it going to happen? Don't worry about that. The universe will take care of the details. The most important thing is that you're feeling that joy. Feel it and make yourself feel it. Close your eyes and start thinking about that trip that you want to take or, or that you accomplish that goal, whatever it is. And visualize it, feel it, so that you can attract it into your life. And it doesn't have to be exactly. So let's say, so real quick, I'm going to recap. Let's say um, someone is obsessed with this guy, Paul, and they're like, oh, my God, they're visualizing Paul, Paul. But the universe might have somebody better than Paul for you, right? So it's like you're visualizing it so that you can feel that joy, and then the universe is going to match what, what it is that, you are to be blessed with, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why it's so important to be grateful and to come from a place of love because that's, that's, that's what's real is love. Fear is not real. Fear is false evidence appearing real. So remember to step into love, be aware, keep your mind open, and keep your heart open. So yes, today. Yes, and thank you, thank you, thank you, Marilyn. I can say that this show is the best invention ever. <laughs> yes. And all of our listeners, you're the best invention, best invention ever. ever. Yes. 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 Thank you. So, yes. And on that note, I am going to say that it's time to tell our listeners farewell. Until next time. That's right. Be well, be blessed, be happy, and Marilyn? Remember that you're the best invention ever. That's right. Okay, everyone, have a great day. Enjoy your weekend, and we we will be back again next Saturday with the Tough Talk Mom. So please join us. Thank you. Okay. Be blessed, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks for spending time with us. Come back now, yes? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.